Thank you for joining us today on Positively Charged Biz. We are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. We are a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative, and you can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And for more inspiration, go to Amazon.com and purchase my latest book, Say Yes Every Day, Discovering Your Superpower. Hey, everyone. I hope you are having a positive and productive day. On today's show, we are going to dive into you and social media and why we all need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable with socially marketing our businesses. I would like to introduce everyone to Shaili Hakimian. She graduated from Indiana University with a degree and certification in elementary education K-6. through She now uses those teaching skills to lead workshops, work with business owners, one-on-one training on social media, and has coached over 170 B2B consultants on how to use LinkedIn to grow their businesses. She guides businesses on how to stay top of mind in the community and the referral network using social media. She holds them accountable and boosts their confidence in themselves, what they have to offer, and their own social media abilities. She loves live streaming, event social media, live tweeting, and comment engagement. (laughs) Shiley, thank you for being with us today. And on Positively Charged Biz, we like to start at the beginning. So can you share with us, when did you first recognize that you had a gift for social media and teaching it to others? I love that question. I love your energy. Thank you for having me on here. The light bulb moment came from an association that I have a good feeling all your mortgage community is very aware of, BNI. I'm sure you've been to BNI meetings before, right? I'm in a BNI meeting. I was subbing for someone on a more long-term basis and everyone knew I did social media. And at that point, I was freelancing in social media saying, oh, I can help you. I can do your social media, all that kind of stuff. But for the solo business owner, they weren't necessarily ready to take on right. my superpowers. But they knew I was good. And one woman in particular said, Shiley, I get it. You know how to do social media. But, but you know, I don't know if I can hire you for social media. But can I just hire you to, like, sit down and teach me how to do Instagram and teach me how to market my business? And I was like, wait a second. Like, I studied education in college. I love empowering people and helping them believe in themselves. I love teaching and I love social media and I love studying what the heck is going on in the industry. I was like, is this my perfect opportunity? And I did a few sessions with her and I was like, this is awesome. I love this. And from there, a few other people in that BNI group have hit me up since. And this is already more than a few years ago now. One thing led to another. And I've been coaching people for the last, I don't know, two plus years. I've even taught at the University of Chicago. And beyond, and I realize it's it's a big mindset shift that a lot of these businesses don't have is that they know that referral networks are everything, but they don't know how to capitalize on those relationships at a scalable way, which is where the social media piece really comes in. It helps them put out the information that reminds their people that they are awesome at what they do, even when they don't see them at a meeting, a networking event, a podcast. 
podcast or whatever speech it is. They don't see people enough, but social media is a way of like seeing people bumping into each other to stay connected. So really it was a little bit of a BNI thing uh, after years of freelancing and, and all that kind of stuff that, that somebody really asked me to go do this and the rest is history. And now I've been doing it ever since. That's awesome. So number one, that's wonderful that you took that opportunity and you yeah. analyzed the opportunity and realized, hey, wait a minute, maybe this is putting me on a path that not mm-hmm. only can I help others, but it puts me in the direction that also helps kind of what what you enjoy, what you're passionate about. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. All right. So let me let me ask you, you mentioned something very important. You said it's a mind shift. That has to happen. Huge. So tell me one, (laughs) two questions. One, why is it a mind shift? And two, how do you start to change what you thought (laughs) of to create the mind shift? Whoa. Okay. You might have to follow me on this one here. Okay. Please poke me as uh, to, to make sure I answer your questions here. The biggest thing I see is that a lot of these folks, they've got a good network. They've got, you know, they're, they're showing up to be a lot of their BNI crowd or they have a sort of networking group or whatever. Like that's pretty standard for your industry, right? Yep. They have people like that's, you know, you said, oh, you know what, Bill helped me with my thing or Sarah helped me with my mortgage. You should go to Sarah, right? Yep. It's a huge thing, right? But uh, referrals are great. And people usually tell me they're like, and I'm sure your people would say the same thing. Oh, you know, I get my business by referral. I don't need social media. But they don't realize that those two things are exactly the same. Yet people are putting out their social media marketing as if random unicorns who've never heard of them are going to fall from the sky. And that is not the case, especially if you're a connected networker. The reason that people do well on social media is because they have an engaged community, just like their referral network that is seeing their content. So this is the magic here is that your network, your audience of people, they only see you once in a while, whether you send them a mail or a postcard or whatever. But if you take that exact audience and you put them, let's say on your LinkedIn, it depends on who you're serving. Maybe it's an Instagram, depends on the account here. Yep. If you bring their, their eyeballs onto LinkedIn and you put out information in front of them, they will be reminded of what you do. So in my case, for example, right, I teach social media, I empower business owners to do their own marketing uh, through one-on-one, all that stuff. What I do is I, every single time I'm at a networking event and I have a really good bond with someone, I add them to my LinkedIn is that I might never see that person ever again. That might be the only time I see them. But now for the last two years, since I met them, they are seeing my content every single week, every single month popping up on their newsfeed. And that's reminding them that I do what I do. So how can you do that? Whether it be someone that's already hired you before, or maybe someone that you met a long time ago, your, your LinkedIn is a starting point of how to keep those people remembering that you do what you do. Yep. I agree. And you said it, you said about top of mind, how do you stay top of mind? And let's, let's use my industry as an example. Yes. People aren't getting a mortgage necessarily every day, right? I mean, it's not not. constantly you're going to be getting a mortgage, but maybe I did a great job for Shiley when she purchased her home and she's, we're still connected and you're, you're kind of seeing what's going on. Well, all of a sudden let's take 2020 as an example. The (laughs) rates dropped to the lowest interest rates in our lifetimes, in our lifetime. Now, if Shiley wasn't connected to me, maybe she would just call another person to help her refinance and lower that rate, right? So you forget. Yeah, that's right. You're like, oh, I I did a really, that that purchase was done wonderful five years ago, but what was the name of that person that (laughs) helped me? They have no idea. And tell me if this is 
true about your industry? Are they advocating that people like get on the phone and talk to people all the time? Is that one of the things that it, they It teach? actually varies. And, and you know, and that's an interesting question. Because that's now, hard. That's way not scalable. Yeah. So. Well, well, look at, look at, it, it's interesting because yeah, years ago, Everything was you were speaking over the phone or it was face to face, right? I mean, back then you would, I mean, man, when I got my first mortgage many years ago, I had a guy come to my apartment with paper, you know, and we would sign. I mean, that, that was the way it was, but it was face to face. Well, nowadays, I mean, you know, the millennials and the next generation that are buying, (laughs) you guys are like, (laughs) just text me. I, you know, text me. Ah. I don't need, I don't need you calling. I don't need you coming over. I don't need anything. So social media absolutely is going to tie you to your clients long-term. I love the top of mind. Great point. That's definitely the way you want to do. And then, like you said, then it's going to be communicating in the way that they want to be communicated to. Absolutely. That's and that's great. why you have a, you can have phones, you can have yep. Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean, it really just depends on who your crowd is. Uh, the other thing I want to say against all, or, and to add to all of what you're saying here is that, that let's say you're a mortgage person, right? If I'm, if I heard a referral or something about you and I, you know, I've looked at your social media, it's lovely. Like they're so clear. If I Google you, I can learn how cool you are. You have this like, yes, uh, blog that I think is super yeah. cool. You have bubbly personality, energy photos. Like I know exactly what your deal is, but for every other, like probably for one, for every one of you, there's probably a hundred boring mortgage brokers that there's nothing about them. Where online. it blends. Right. It like blends into everyone else. Right. It just becomes. Yeah. Generic. It's generic and boring. It's like if I could take your profile and paste it on someone else's picture, I wouldn't it wouldn't even know the difference. Right. There's nothing special about them. And if I'm your maybe maybe we'll talk millennials here. If I'm your millennial contact and I'm going to Google you and I can't find anything interesting about you or anything I can relate to, it's harder for me to build that trust. So I always say too, like you want to be stockable. And I don't know yeah. if that stocking is a is a dangerous word, but what information do no, you you're put right. online so that I can research you? And but you're, you're right. And, and Shiley, you bring up a very good point that especially, and sorry, I'm not picking on millennials. I'm just, I just no, you okay. know, but, you know, but listen, millen- millennials <laughs> are a really big generation. It's like the end yeah. of the eighties all the way to like 96. So it's like a yeah. big, a big period of time. Okay. So, you know, so we've got a wide range there, but that is. Yeah the age purchasing homes, you know? So that's why I'm, I'm kind of referencing them. But <laughs> Come to me, mortgage broker. That's no, right. <laughs> Those are the people. But you are correct that, and, and we were speaking about this a little bit before we went live. You guys like to do your homework before you make a decision. So you want to look at the reviews. You want to Google the loan officer or the realtor that you're thinking about doing business with. And you want to feel that that person absolutely, you know, is connecting. So if not, that's it. Like you are, you are nothing to them. They want to know you're real. They want to know you're the best. They want to know that you're someone that they can have a bond and a relationship with. And if that's not the case, they move on. They move on. So let's add to this, right? Let's yes and all of this. They want to know who you are. And one of the things that I, I think is a special sauce of like how I coach my clients and my people, and even my friends too, even college students, adults, everybody, I say this, put something personal about you on there. I know um, you probably have a lot of moms in your community or you have parents or you have people with cool hobbies or interests, or maybe they like to travel. Uh, Maybe they want to do all of this stuff. 
sometimes you never know who's going to connect. I had one lady that I helped who used to be like a hockey coach. Like, oh. maybe the person you're trying to buy from likes hockey. Do you like hockey too, right? It's it makes perfect. somebody specific and interesting and unique and different. Maybe it's piano. Like, you never know where someone's going to bond. And I've heard this a lot of times before, and I'll say this here, is that they're ultimately buying into you. Like you, yeah, yeah. you might know a lot about mortgages, but they're buying into you and their relationship and their trust with you. So how can you show them that? How can you, this is my favorite thing is how can you anticipate the questions that they want to ask? The other part of the social media thing that I want to put out there yeah. is that you now have a chance if you're connected with someone on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, they get to be educated on your business without you ever knowing that they're your ideal. Correct. Lead. And that's what's really special. And this, no, there's social media is one piece of it. You know, email marketing is another. It yeah. all connects. There's a lot we can say on those topics. But when someone's getting information from you and they're learning, it's huge. I'll give you a person that I think you should know. If anything, maybe she should be on your podcast. There's a woman named Color My Credit, and all she's also in the mortgage world. She is absolutely insane. She's destroying it on TikTok, like absolutely destroying it. I had no idea. Like I know something about credit scores. I have a financial coach or whatever. So is she is she someone amazing. that like can get your credit scores up? Like is that kind of she what can, she does? Yeah, like credit repair and increasing scores, a like. That type she's of thing. Coach. Oh, she's okay. Coach, not one. Of, she's a coach more than anything. So I don't Got think she's it. one of those like. There's a lot of weird services out yeah, yeah, there. I'm yeah. sure in this industry, she coaches. Coach, she educates. She educates. Yes, and she's also a mortgage person. Awesome. And so she has every like everything I've learned about how to repair credit. So I like watched her TikTok. I had no idea I that cared about awesome. this as a millennial. That's where I've learned everything. So I don't know anybody else I trust as much as her. And maybe you as well. You're both kick butt women but, in this field. But look at it's that. educated me on something. That is so interesting. And I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah. and, and TikTok's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> because you have to do it, but it's a, it's a, it's a tool. A, but that is great. That exactly what you said. Now, listen, we can use YouTube as an example too, right? I mean, most people, you know, if, if you want to yeah. learn how to tie a tie, right? You're going to YouTube to watch the video on how to tie a tie. So of course you're going to exactly. do exactly the same thing. If I want to find out what is my first step to get pre-qualified for a mortgage, I want to purchase a home. What's the first thing I should do? Ooh, I'm not sure about my credit. If it's going to be high enough to be able to get a mortgage, whatever, right? Whatever it is, you're, you're Googling, yeah. you're asking questions and then you're like, okay, here's a YouTube video I can watch. Here's, you know, and all of There's that is expert. popping up. <laughs> All that is popping up. So, Shiley, let's go back a step because all this is great. I love it. Right, We're I'm on the here. same page. But I need to start at the beginning. What do I do for my people that the mindset has not, they, they know they should be doing it. This is nothing new. We all know, everybody knows they need to be on social, but they're scared. They have, they're, they're fearful of, especially I'm going to throw out us ladies. I hear it all the time. I'm not young enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, <gasps> I don't have the background, whatever, whatever it is. And they're scared of putting themselves out there and being vulnerable to the world to see it. How do we get over that? It's some, that's some realness right there. I'm going to even tell you this here, and this is probably absolutely crazy for me to say, but even I, to this day, and I teach social media, I too am like nervous is that I'm posting something. And I hope that I hope I don't scare people, but I'm posting something and it's saying a message out to a lot of people that I know I'm standing on the mountaintop with my megaphone yeah. saying, Hey, I have a thing, or I want to help you or whatever. It is a scary thing. And I, I would say, you know, you know, they're not alone. There's a lot of yeah. women, a lot of people in general who feel that way. Of course. It's a scary, it's a scary thing. 
the, the, the best way I can say this too, is that starting something new, sometimes you got to just dive in, but sometimes it's a baby step. I, I always use the analogy of like, you go into the store, you put on a dress or you put on a pantsuit or whatever the heck you like to wear. Uh, and you put it on and you look in the mirror and you say like, you know, how does this look on me? Do I like this? Do I want more of it? You can, you can buy it that day or you can put it aside and maybe buy it tomorrow. Like you can put your, dip your toes into something. What I've done to help me kind of loosen up my fears. I don't tell anybody that I'm posting on social media at any given minute in time. I'm experimenting with like 10 different platforms that you've never heard of. I even had a podcast last year that I never told any of my network about because I didn't know if I liked it. I don't even know if I wanted to tell my people about it. So only like 10 of my friends knew about it and it made me more comfortable. Well, am I still doing the podcast? No, I take somebody like you who's <laughs> persistent and skilled and to keep going to manage it. But you know what? I tried it and now I know if it's my battle is that you don't have to tell everybody that you're starting an Instagram or a Facebook right. for your business. Just put it out there. See how you feel. If you don't like it, don't continue it. If you like it, then, you know, maybe tell one or two friends and that's how you're going to build your confidence with okay. it. One little step at a time. Uh, and you don't tell anybody. Like if you look, I have a medium account. Did I advertise my medium account? No, I have a, a live streaming account on Hago that most Americans have never heard of this. Nope. app, but I'm on there and I'm experimenting with it. I played with my TikTok. Do I tell my network I'm on TikTok? No, but there's a few people that know about it. And you know what? I'm not so scared because I don't feel like my world knows. So that's what it is. Test something small. You don't have to tell everybody off the bat and see how you feel. I like it. And I agree. And, and starting, I think is the hardest part. I really I mean, think yeah. that, you know, that initial jumping in, that's where you're most fearful. And, and I will tell you for I mean, myself. Yeah, tell, yeah. What's your story? Yeah. <laughs> well, my, I want to know. My story is actually, it's very interesting. Before 2018, you wouldn't find me. Every single thing huh. that you see all happened from mid-2018 and beyond. Wow. Before that, I was a complete ghost. I was nowhere. You wouldn't have been able to find me on Google. You wouldn't have found any social media, nothing. But what happened is I had a gentleman ask me to speak at a conference for the first time ever in my career in 2018. And when it happened, I had such positive feedback from people feeling good after hearing me speak. Yes. That I realized I need to, I don't do it for me. I actually do it for others. And because in my mind, I'm always doing it for someone else. I'm not afraid of putting myself out there. So I believe that if you can get over that initial, get up on the stage or get out on the social media, get out your camera, put your lights on, do whatever you need to do and realize how many people you're going to help. Oh. Well, who's that borrower that needs to know about how to get their first oh, home? Yes. Think of them and take oh, yourself yes. out of the equation. And once you get over yourself and you start <laughs> focusing on them, you're no longer fearful. Amen to that. I love everything that you just said there is that you had no idea how many people you could impact. And there you were on that stage and people were like light bulbs. Is that... And I, I'll tell you this from having coached, we have a group of like 200 women that I help coach and perfectionism is such a disease among oh, all yeah. these women. It is, it is so rampant. And even with me, like I, I've got the bug. I'm sure you've caught the bug at some point. I, I, we all do. But I don't, you we, wouldn't right? be human. You wouldn't be human if you, you didn't, wouldn't. right? <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. And it just, it kills my soul to hear that. But like, 
you know, like for example, this podcast I did, I never talk about this podcast. It's so funny, but I told like 10 friends about it. And I have one friend that's still, you know, I haven't put out an episode in like six, seven months. And he's like, Charlie, when are you going to do the next one? And I was like, I didn't realize it was that good. Like I was like, cool. But like, you know, I haven't told the world about it. Maybe it's in my emails, but like, I don't really advertise. I was going to say, Shiley, now that you just said it, you better do it. (laughs) But like, you know, I have to, but I also know that I have to pick my battles with my marketing right now. My LinkedIn is really opening up a lot of doors and that's, I have to pick what I can do consistently. That's the hard part is that if I was going to do do it, you have to do it consistently and that's hard, but at the same time, experiments are fine. Experiments are cool. But when you commit to something, I'm like, I commit. So it's, it's a hard thing, but just hearing like the, the 10 friends I told that they really liked it. I'm like, well, maybe I can tell more people about this. And that's where like, you know, it's like, you had no idea till you put yourself out there. It's it's scary. I'm sure to get on that stage. Very. The most difficult thing is that you impact way more people than you could ever see. And I think that's what's lovely. And, and I, and that's a good point that I want to mention. Another thing about social media is we're, we're our own worst enemies sometimes, right? Our brains. So the way we overanalyze everything and we've, we've heard in the world, well, how many likes and how many comments and how many shares and how many this and that. And people get all caught up that they're looking for somebody to react. But Shiley, you just said something very important. So one of the things that I do is a motivational Monday video. And every single week for the last 18 months, I do a motivational Monday video. Yeah, that consistency. (laughs) Every day, every Monday. Business owners have figured out the consistency matters. So good job. Absolutely. So it's funny that, you know, I get comments and likes and stuff, but nothing crazy. I mean, a hundred, a hundred here, 200, whatever, things like that. Right. But it's interesting that I could go somewhere or I can be in a meeting and people will say to me, Laura, I absolutely love your Monday, but They've never commented, they've never liked it, they've never done anything, but yet they watch it, they look at it, they they take it it and do something with it. So Shiley, that is such a valuable point to social media is that just because someone is not calling you up saying, that was a great video, or they're commenting, or they're liking, they are (laughs) reacting and being positively affected by what you're putting out there. Mm-mm-mm. Amen to all of that. It's 100% true. They are seeing it. And I've had those moments too, where people will come up to me in a networking event and say, oh, I saw your LinkedIn video. I'm like, yeah. I had no idea. It's a real thing. I mean, I had uh, somebody that I look up to who's very well connected here in Chicago. I haven't worked with her on anything in a couple of years. I don't see her ever. Right. But she's like, oh, Shiley, I have questions for you. I'm like, wonder why she has questions because she's been seeing my content. Never seen her like anything till recently. But I'll give you this. I'm going to sort something that a client and I, we talk about with our, with her community that I help serve is that lurkers are real. They're called lurkers. Yes. It's like not only like maybe five to 10% of your audience will like, and maybe less will even comment. Look at that. So it's a real thing and it's a real concept. So you only have a small percentage that's going to be super duper engaged, but here's another hack with all this. Can I share a hack? With Yo, you give this? us a hack. So look, I, numbers, people love vanity metrics yeah. and numbers. Numbers are one thing, but it's the, it's, 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 a, it's not about the numbers. It's what you do with the people that like and engage. So here's what I do. And this has opened up so many doors yes. for me is that I look through any platform. This applies everywhere. I look through who likes and comments, who follows and all that stuff. And I see if there's anybody in that list that I want to re-engage that I haven't talked to in a while, this is where the magic is. I will say, oh, you know, I saw Mary uh, like this post. I haven't talked to Mary in six months. Mary, you know, might have connections for me. Yep. 
I then can go uh, look up her her name and message her a message. Say, hey, Mary, I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for liking my post. I really appreciate it. I hope this is going well. Maybe I put something personal in there. And I leave it be. This does two things for me. One, it makes Mary think about me one more time than she ever did before. And two, it leaves the conversation open that if she ever did have any questions for me, she can now ask me. Which she may have not thought before, but she's like, oh, well, now that she's opening the door for me, oh, I could ask her about something. And maybe it's something related to mortgage or maybe it's something related to whoever, whatever your business is. And the third thing too, I'll say this, it's positive reinforcement. And my background is in education. When you tell someone they're doing a good job at something, Absolutely. they're going to want to keep doing the thing again. So just like that, the people that I think actually become the people who like more. Yep. So people don't realize that, you know, it's content. I told this to a client this week as a sleep coach. He's like, you know, it's, so maybe you're telling me shyly, it's not as much about the content. Like the content is important, but if you don't have the trusted, reliable eyeballs on there, they're not going to, they're not going to necessarily like engage necessarily. But here's what, what I tell him is that my network, when I look at who likes and comments, every single one of those 60, 70, 80 people are someone that I've built a personal relationship with over the last five to 10 years. They're people that trust me. They see something from Shiley and they know that I'm reliable and that's the people who like. So offline, a hundred percent dictates what happens online. Yep. So it's, so those are the people that matter. It's it's so funny that people don't realize that, but it is your relationship offline is what impacts your relationship online and the likes and the comments and the views. Huge. Totally agree. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, listen, I, I shared my story. Before 2018, you couldn't find me. Now you I was successful in the business. I was successful, but I was working tied to a desk, working 15 hours a day, you know, running my business, which is great. I love that. But in 2018, the whole world opened up to me. Not just, not just my company, just, not just in my box. The everywhere. whole world opened up to yes. me. And I say to people, guys, when I started in this industry, I didn't have social media. I didn't have the opportunity to be in the whole world. All I had was if I went to a networking meeting, right? Like a There's BNI, or I went to a conference, this. right? So if you are not, realizing that power that you have, you're missing out. Why? Why would you want to live, you know, back before the, the we had a smartphone? Why would we want to go backwards? We have the tools, we have the technology, we have the resources, and we have the confidence in ourselves. Use it. Do it. Yes, 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 yes. It's, I love I love that you're you're cheering them all to do that. It is not as scary as they think it's there not. is a way to start. They can do it. Just a baby step. And honestly, if they do a baby step and they want someone to applaud them, I'm sure you would be open. Oh, to I, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very <laughs> supportive to anyone that once they take that baby step, I am there to, you know, cheer them on yes. because I know it's hard. I know it's hard. So let's speak about two things. One, you mentioned content. And I know yeah. the other thing that that everyone tells me, well, Laura, I don't know what to speak about. I, oh, I, they don't, do. I don't have content. They Tell do me about that. What if, what Listen, do they, they do? have it. They have it. So I'll even, I'll, I'll use you as a beta test here, mm-hmm. right? When you're on the phone, you work with a lot of mortgage brokers, yep. right? You're empowering them. You're cheering them on. Yep. You're helping them serve their clients, right? So they call you and they probably have questions for you. Yep. They ask you questions. 
what let's what what are the questions that they ask you? Let's 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 talk about that. What are the so, questions that you get asked? So all the time? one one of my programs that I have is called the one time closed construction program, which is complicated. It's a construction loan, right? So it's complicated. So a lot of times people call with, you know, how do I structure a VA one time closed construction program? How can I help my veteran today? You know, we're actually recording this on Veterans Day. How can I it's help true, serve yeah. my veterans to offer them this one time closed construction? So this is a right. This is a big question that you're getting yep. from me, people. How do I do this construction VA thing? Mm-hmm. I don't under, I don't know how. See, even now I'm curious. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> but I'm not a mortgage. I'm not a mortgage broker or whatever. But interesting. But if you're if this is somebody, let's say you or whoever is watching this, the questions you get on the phone calls from your leads are yep. questions that other people that are not yet your leads oh, are asking that's as great. well. So one of the easiest things I tell people, and you can, this is where you can kind of hack the amount of content you have to yeah. produce. I, I made up this number, but like there's 10, let's say I'm making this up to 10 pillar questions that your ideal client yep. is wondering about that they don't have the answer to. If you make it super easy for them to get that information, whether that be on a blog, whether that be in your LinkedIn content, whether that be in your email, maybe it's the same, almost the same content that you're replicating in these three places. They're going to be educated that you get their problem already. And that's the biggest thing. On a sales call, you're trying to show that the other person that you understand their problem. Well, now you can do that long before they even ever give you the chance to get on the phone with you. I think you have to be through, was it like 80% of the buyer's journey before they ever tell you that they want to sign up with you, right? Right. So that's where if you can give them that information before they ever call you, that's going to make it easier for them to trust you. So that's what you put out as your content. Whatever the basic questions that you have. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So if they're getting questions from potential borrowers or they're getting questions exactly. from their realtors, right? They have exactly. realtors that are coming to them. I'll give you a, like we do manufactured homes, you know, and, and that's another specialty. So maybe if the realtor calls the mortgage broker and says, I've never done a manufactured home. I have no mm-hmm. idea what the requirements are. Make a video about that or put a blog oh, a video, or write yeah. something up about here are the th- questions you should ask your borrower before Amen they do a that. contract. Right. On yes. a manufactured home. That's perfect. Exactly. And it's and you already have that information yep. in your head. And people are looking for that because they're looking to educate. Like one of the biggest pieces of content out there is, is education content. I mean, yeah. half my TikToks are just like people teaching me things. Like I didn't know anything about home inspecting, but I have this guy right. that I follow who's a home inspector on That's TikTok. That's funny. And I knew nothing before. I was like, this is insane. Or an insurance, a home insurance guy. I'm like, I knew nothing about this before. And now I know how to do it. That is so crazy. Put out the information there. That is so crazy because I would never in my lifetime think that TikTok could tell me about home inspections or home it's insurance. telling you, it's so cool. Like, I'm looking at real estate in New York right now. I'm like, I have yeah. no need for you. But this one guy is so interesting. And I'm like, oh, the home prices are really cheap right now. Maybe this is the time to move to New York. Oh, my like, goodness. Uh, but, like, who knew? But I'm not telling you this yeah, when yeah, you get yeah. on TikTok. But the same information, let's say this 10 pieces of information can be reused, repurposed 100 different times. You can even include client stories where you're allowed yep. to kind of share without, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can rules. at least give the scenario. Right. Yeah, give the scenario because someone else can relate mm-hmm. to that. So when you can give them that, it's huge. And you're allowed to reuse content. That's the thing that I don't think people give themselves permission on is that people have, I don't know if amnesia is the best word, but it's amnesia with social media. It's that you can reshare something again or reshare the same idea again is that. Yeah. Ultimately, you want those people to know on a regular basis that you get them before they get themselves. How often should you do that? Because that is a very good point. Like, should you allow a certain amount of time to pass before you do it again? Like, what would you recommend? 
So it's tricky. So with my email marketing, I'm looking at maybe, and I'm going to tell you my secret. Some of my emails may go out a few times this year. Uh, I would say that, you know, maybe two, maybe three times. And I'm still okay. playing with it for myself, but I, I've used some of my LinkedIn content on my email marketing. Yeah. Some people might not look at my LinkedIn. And it's also really good as a refresher. So you could probably get away with twice, maybe three times a year, but also okay. you can repurpose how you distribute it. Some right. people will rewrite a little bit of the blurb. Although they'll, they'll say, hey, I, I posted this a few months ago. Here's an addition. Yep. There's ways to do it, but the idea is you're able to reuse. Yep. And you're it's totally okay. Even with like a podcast, right? Let's say we want to share this podcast out. We can make seven different clips that yep. you share seven different times this year and maybe seven different times the year after. Yep. You can do a lot with all this. If you can transcribe the text from this and quote yep. it, there's a million ways to take the same piece of information and shift it out to a variety of different ways. Now, do you need to do every single way? Do you need to make a video for everything? Do you need? No, you have to find, and this is where I think a lot of my clients I really get messed up is that they think they have to do everything. Yeah. And maybe I hope that people don't leave this today thinking I have to do a thousand different things. They have to find a manageable, manageable, amount that they can maintain. So for me, like I post and I, this is people think this is weird. I post once a month on LinkedIn, which is crazy. They're like, Shiloh, you should be posting all the time. I would, but my capacity to do more than one right now a month is so hard. Like right. is, writing is hard for me. And so right. I've gotten some help here and there, but that's what I can maintain. Consistency is so important. If you're posting stuff on a regular basis and then you disappear, like they're off. No, that's head. a problem. Yeah. So you need to be consistent about it. So when you decide to commit, find a manageable amount you can do. It might not be as much as you think. Some Instagram coach might say you post every day, but I know that most business owners don't have the energy to post right. every day. That's a lot of brain space. But if you post consistently once a week, it'll be a great starting point for you to get in front of the people on a regular basis. And that's what you want. Maybe even once every two weeks. Now it's not the greatest thing in the world, but if you can manage that, you can always ramp up later, but don't start and stop. That's yeah. the thing I see. If you're not experimenting and you're committed, don't start and stop. You've got to have momentum. You got to keep going. It's actually, it's actually interesting that you said that because when COVID happened, right? I mean, and I'll, again, I'll use my industry as an example. A lot of people before COVID happened, most of the posts were people being together at like conferences or co visiting offices and everybody would constantly post, oh, here's me and all my clients. And no, and it was okay. It was okay. It was fun. It was fun. It's level one. It's but, level one social yeah, media. But the minute we all went to shelter in place, they dropped off like disappeared, like as if they never were oh, yeah. around. And it was funny because like myself and, and uh, another core group of us, we cranked it up. We were like, well, if other people was, disappeared, yeah. we figure we're going to take advantage of, hey, people need content. They want to have something to look at. I mean, everybody wants to see something fresh and different. So it's interesting to me that at a time that I thought it would be everyone kind of promoting social during that time, I actually saw the opposite because people were like, I don't have anything to post, oh, but actually so, yeah. they do. And Shiley, you give some really good examples of things that they, every single day, every single day, they're getting those calls. They're getting those questions. They're having, you know, okay, this is my common questions for the week. That's great. Make a little video yes. or write up. These are my top five questions I got this week. That's great. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Absolutely huge. And I'm with you on that. People like, and I'll be real with you, when COVID hit too, and even when when racial justice was right. basically being awakened to a lot of people in yep. America, despite it's been a long time coming, yep. uh, it was hard. It's like, what do you say in a time like yeah. that? And even me, like I was nervous what to post about COVID. It's hard. My first, yeah. 
And I was like, do I promote myself? Do I not? Honestly, my first few posts, uh, my monthly posts were about COVID. Were about the eight weird realities of COVID life or like, right. you know, things that I'm missing because of COVID. I was like, shoot, I couldn't like Passover was weird this year because I couldn't be with my <laughs> family. Course. Right. So I'm sure Thanksgiving will be weird this year for a lot of people, yep. too, including myself. But like, but like, that's what I put out because it's like, I'm just going to be a person because they were looking for people like you to take leadership and to say something. Cause even in the community where we coach a lot of people, like people were scared to say something. They do were. we sell? Do we not sell? And it's hard. And it takes brave people like you and another client of mine who like really put stuff out there despite nobody knowing like what to say. And that's where good leadership comes in. That's where great leadership comes in. And, and being honest that, hey, this is hard. Well, that's the, the moment when you have to be a leader. Because people were looking for some type of normalcy, but yet we're not avoiding it. We're all dealing with the same thing, just what what you said, right? We all were Mm -hmm. going through this adaptation and figuring out how to make it work, but it was real, right? We had to do it. So yeah, I love this. All right. So this has been awesome. You are fabulous. Before we go into how everybody can find you and all that I want one piece of advice. Give me one piece of advice you want to share. This, I have a quote that I had wished okay. that I had written that is the epitome of everything I believe in social media. Social media is about the people, not about your business. Provide for the people and the people will provide for you. A hundred percent. Totally That's agree it. with that. That goes back to my concept of I do it for other people because when you take care of others and you think that way, it will always come back to you. Amen to always. that. I'm all about the amens today. I never say it. <laughs> Love it. it. All right. How can people find you? Tell us how we can connect. Oh, I am I am experimenting on a million and a half different platforms, usually under the name Hakimian45, H-A-K-I-M-I-A-N 45. Got it. Everywhere. Like, look and you'll find. I, I hope you don't see anything too weird. But I'm all over the interwebs. I'm at yoursocialmediasherpa.com where I give away my favorite LinkedIn profile. So if you want to be stockable to your ideal client, your profile matters. Some your Profiles on different platforms matter. That's what that's going to come up when they search you. So I give those away and then you get bi-weekly emails from me that are really super super easy social media tips to help you cultivate the relationships that you have. So they're very light. They're very doable, not overwhelming, not tips that I've seen anybody else publish before. If you want to see more workshops and trainings, I have tons of YouTube videos out there of workshops I've done in the past about how to use network, how to network on social media and beyond. So I'm one click away, your social media, Sherpa.com. Uh, and I'm also here to cheer on your community. So associations, membership clubs, all that kind of stuff. Even uh, I think we, you and I both have a passion for serving college students yeah. and high school students. I'm even doing, I've been hired on to do trainings for colleges and and high schools to do trainings on how to use LinkedIn to showcase all of their abilities. They're starting in the job force. They're going to need lots of tips and insight to showcase themselves. It is so important, Shiley. I'll tell you many a time I'll go on because if I'm interviewing someone before I even speak to them, I go on and I look and it's so valuable to make sure they understand the importance of that profile and and giving us a peek into because listen, especially when you come out of college, you're not going to have experience. So you're not looking at someone based on their experience. Usually it's very, maybe some part-time jobs and some stuff in college or whatever, but I want to know who they are. I want to know what's, what they're about because that's what I'm hiring. Mm -hmm. I'm hiring their personality, their passion, their drive. And, and I want to be able to mentor them and grow them. So I need to make sure that that LinkedIn profile fits that. So I love that you're doing that. 
It's huge. It's their pre-interview. And this is for anybody, really. It's their pre-interview from someone signing on to have a relationship with you. So it's your freebie. It's your chance to really be a billboard for yourself and what makes you special. It's the volunteer efforts. It's the passion that you had for any club you ran. It's everything. And even with mortgage brokers too, what volunteer efforts do you have? I know people love to hear that I was a hospital magician for three years. That's so cool. It's a conversation starter, right? So those are the things that I want to share and cheer all those people on with trainings and beyond. I want you all to succeed and shine online. That is my goal. So that's where you can find me, yoursocialmediasherpa.com. Love it, love it, love it. We wish you all the best, all continued success in everything professionally, personally. And thank you so much for being a guest. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Positively Charged Biz. I'm Laura Brandeo, and we are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. If you have an inspiring story, please email me at laura at positivelycharged.biz. And remember to subscribe to hear more great guests. And connect to us on Facebook at Positively Charged and Instagram at Positively Charged Podcast. Until next time, we wish you a positive day.